Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. everyone, and welcome to Dice Will Roll, the queerest Pathfinder podcast on the planet, where we ask the hard questions like, how can you convince your GM to incorporate save scumming into your TTRPG sessions? We are back, everyone. It's been... <laughs> it's been a hot minute. A um, little bit. Through uh, a series of unfortunate events, it has been... Uh, 55 days since our last session of Ruby Phoenix. Um, but yeah. we are back and we are ready to rumble. How are you guys all doing? You you remember how to play your characters? No. No, I do not. <laughs> I'm so glad you asked that. <laughs> well, I'm, you'll be glad to know that basically what Shuji does is you run up to the opponent and you deck the shit out of him. Oh, so like be the best character? Yeah, basically. You even do cool. a really good job of it. I know, right? <laughs> Don't worry, you're all the best character. And now we have a really low-key cam session to do, by which uh-huh. I mean, today, we take on the final boss of Fists of the Ruby Phoenix. Previously in Fists of the Ruby Phoenix, our heroes scaled the glass lighthouse. They have defeated Genhar the Black Winged, the only Tengu boss of the cult of ninjas that raised Masami Takahara. You battled across worlds with the Light Keepers, the villainous team that have been trying to undermine you since the very start. And now, as you all rest in a room of retraining, sitting on a cushion that allows you to meditate and uh, make months worth of decisions in a single instance, the three of you have prepared yourselves for the final battle against Sindara the Sculptor, the villainous Axiomite who has captured Hao Jin the Ruby Phoenix. If you win this fight, you will save Hao Jin, who will be able to use her Ruby Phoenix powers to recreate Goka after it was devastated by King Mogaru, and earn your titles as champions of the Ruby Phoenix tournament, putting you down in legend once and for all as the greatest heroes of all time. If you fail, you, the Radiant Winds, will die. Uh-uh. Yaha. Uh-huh. Unfortunately, that is the rules here. 
You will die, you will be erased from history, Hao Jin will be imprisoned forever, and Sindara the Sculptor, without anyone to stop him, will almost certainly run rampant through the Material Plane, doing what he did to Goka to places around the planet that his arch nemesis came from, destroying everything that even remotely reminds him of the woman who locked him away for 300,000 years. So, fellas, would we like to hop into character? Sure. sure. Yeah, but before uh, we do, I just want to say that's cute that you think that we're not going to win anyway. <laughs> <laughs> you can try. I will go out on record real fast and say that this encounter is the single most difficult one in any Pathfinder 2nd Edition published content so far. So have fun. That's fighting words. It is. Eee. Ruby Phoenix fighting words. Um, so, Sanku, Witch Prince of the Sea, Masami Takahara, and Shi Chuji. The three of you sit around the opulent meditation room where Sindara spent many of his 300,000 years of imprisonment. You are all kind of coming down after your encounter with the Lightkeepers, resting, relaxing, and taking a good while to retrain yourselves for the perfect fighting state against the Sculptor. I'm going to go around to each of you, ask how you're doing, and ask if what you changed when you retrained some stuff. So, we're going to start with Sanku. Sanku, Witch Prince of the Sea, as you sit on the porch of Bahai Kubo, and you have uh, Lolo on your shoulder. How are you doing right now? Uh, I think he's doing pretty okay. I I think that uh, by this point, the adrenaline has uh, worn off for the moment, but he's also not like crashing. So he's just kind of uh, like in thought. I think he's glad that the lightkeepers are gone. And I think he's really glad that he was able to help um, Tino's toughest. It's been an intense few days, hasn't it? In fact, honestly, this has probably been the most exciting few months of your life, hasn't it? Exciting positive, yeah. It all comes to an end today, one way or another. What did Sanku get from his retraining? Um, well, I got some new spells. I changed some spells out, um, in general. Uh, I got a few heals just because of the situation. I got... Wisp Resonance. Mm -hmm. It's a little elemental wisp I can summon. And um, it has a cord essence. Mm -hmm. Which basically is, it'll block incoming damage by puffing into elemental energy and absorbing into its ally to like bolster their life force. So basically, it's a little defensive buff. Mm -hmm. And then um, Siphon Power. You draw upon the reservoir of your patron's magic that resides within your familiar. During your turn, you can cast one spell your familiar knows that was granted by your patron's theme or lessons without spending a spell slot to do so, or even having it prepared. The spell must be at least one level lower than your highest level witch spell slot. In short, Lolo can cast a level 9 Hydraulic Push. Um, but yeah, other than that, I don't know if I did much because I liked the way that Senku was built. Mm -hmm. um, there's just some stuff that for, like, healing. Mm -hmm. Sounds good to me. Yeah. And now, Masami Takahara. Yo. How are you doing? Um, out of everyone, you've had a particularly um, interesting few months. Everyone has, <laughs> like, 
seen stuff and done stuff, but you specifically have revealed a lot about yourself that your friends didn't know about. Yeah. How are you doing right now as you prepare to finish this once and for all? They are definitely trying to steal their resolve and do their best to put an end to all of this. Mental preparedness, making sure that they're fully physically prepared as well, things like that. Um, so they did retrain quite mm -hmm. a bit uh, thanks to the creative people at uh, Team Plus. <laughs> Who, Dairy, who's your creative plug. and sexy bastards, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, the, them exactly. Uh, so I swapped uh, Masami's Arcane Cascade to a new kind. Okay, and can you tell me a little bit about that? Uh, so instead of getting the, the damage buff that they usually do, they instead get to slide cast mm -hmm. as a reaction, which means that if I cast a spell that's required two actions, I can also stride as a reaction after afterwards. Mm-hmm. And that activates my arcane cascade. Mm-hmm. Slide casting basically gives you, instead of, like, a pose of power, you are, like, zipping around the field as fast as you can, uh, yeah. basically making it very hard to ever pin you down. You also get a bonus to your reflex saves while it's active. Yep. Which is lovely. Um, um, you got some new feats as well, didn't you? I did. So I swapped around my feats. I got rid of Force Fang, but instead, along with Slide Casting, I got Slide Slice, which means that instead of a step, I can stride up to half my speed. That's right. Half my so speed. that's basically 15 feet. Yep. So it's pretty much like another version of Dimensional Assault without the invisibility. Mm hmm. And again, reaction. 15 feet. Pretty good. That's pretty fucking good. Uh, then I also got a new level 16 class feat called Splinter Shadow Assault. <laughs> uh, for context, this one was not written by me, but it was written with Masami in mind. Tell us what Splinter Shadow Assault does. So, you designate your shadow to Splinter so that you surround your target with shadows of yourself before attacking them from all directions at once. When you cast Dimensional Assault, you can choose to cast a spell as a two-action or three-action spell instead of the normal effect. So, for two actions, you splinter your shadow into three locations that would be in range of your Dimensional Assault that would also allow you to strike the target. Make three strikes, one of them from each location you choose, teleporting between your shadows to make these strikes and choosing their order. Each of these strikes increases your multiple attack penalty as normal, but you treat each, but you treat each square uh, your shadows occupy as occupied by an ally for the purposes of flanking. <laughs> for mm. each attack that hits, combine their damage for the purpose of resistances and weaknesses. Very, very cool, right? And then for three action, as two action version of the spell, except you splinter your shadow into four locations and your multiple attack penalty increases by minus three or minus two if using agile weapons after each of these strikes. That's generally so good. That's so yes, fun. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. This is actually really, really good. Excellent stuff. Did you get anything else? Um, I didn't touch any of Masami's rogue stuff. 
None of the general feats. I believe that is all. Okay. And there we go. And lastly, but definitely not least, Shi Chuji. It was always your dream to come here to the Ruby Phoenix Tournament. But you have found so much more than just glory. You found out things about your friends. You found out things about yourself. You found love. You found horror at the hands of Sindara. You found the truth about your idol, the Ruby Phoenix. And now, you have the opportunity, Chuji. The opportunity to stand up and prove to the world that has always doubted you that you are the best fighter in Galarian. How are you doing? Um, Chuji has, for their own sake, been getting lots of rest inside this meditation room. Um, <laughs> they're not retraining anything. Uh, because they're my perfect little thump here. Yeah, uh, I was like, hey, Ch hey, Ritz, what do you want to change about Chuji? And you were like, Chuji's already perfect. <laughs> so I love you're Chuji. good. I love Chuji's them, mechanics, Chuji. perfect. No need to update anything. Quite literally, yeah. They don't need it. They don't, they don't want to change anything. I think that they are fine as they are right now. Chuji's thinking about all the bad words they're going to call Sindara. Hmm. <laughs> um, and maybe thinking about rescuing Ruby Phoenix, right? Well, of course. That's that's a given. So, Chuji, Senku, Masami. The three of you are in this room. You've all meditated. You've all rested. You've all recovered. Physically, it's been like weeks have passed since your last fight. You have mastered new skills and learned new abilities, and they have muscle memory, even though they are brand new to you. But your memories are still fresh. Moments ago, you defeated the Light Keepers. And now after this short break you've taken in Sindara's room, you are preparing to climb to the top of the glass lighthouse and meet the sculptor and save the Ruby Phoenix. Now I'm going to drop all of you into character and let you tell me what happens now. I think that Chuji is probably, since they're the one who is not or they're the only one who's not uh, specifically retraining everything, and they're probably just generally training. Um, I think they've asked both Masami and Senku to let them know when they're finished with their training. Mm -hmm. Because quite literally, they've spent their whole time either <laughs> sleeping or punching something. Senku eventually... Um comes over and is like, I'm finished. I don't want to do that anymore. <laughs> Sick of it? Yeah. I don't want to think for that long about what is or isn't good. I feel like I feel like that'd be bad for your head. Yeah. Um, point in Nonsense. case. Nonsense! <laughs> explodes out. It is always good to do some self-reflection, and I can see from all the things you've learned in the last few minutes that you have done excellent on all your studies, Sanku. I could not be more proud. Thank you. I just didn't want to overthink it. I think you've done the exact right amount of effort, my boy. How about the rest of you? How are all of you doing right now? Chuji sticks out a big thumbs up. What did you learn, Master Chuji? Jack shit. What? 
I learned that I want to kill Sindara and get this over with. And you didn't learn anything new to help you on your quest? <laughs> but Chuji blinks at Lolo, takes a second and smiles, and they're like, you know what, Lolo? I did learn something. What did you learn? You're old. You've already known that. I've been quite clear about my ancient age since the very start. No, I've learned that you're, like, really old. I am. So old. Okay, I'm starting to feel a little well, self-conscious now. Well, I, th I, th I think they're making fun of you. Enough out of you, these girls. <laughs> Master Masami, have you done well in your retraining? Uh, well, I guess so. I feel a bit faster. That's something to go off of. That is excellent to hear. Hi, myself. I've learned a few of my old tricks again. And he kind of, uh, kind of opens his mouth and conjures up a ball of water that he, like, spits into the air. I reckon I'll be able to give you a hand for once instead of simply waiting in the back for you to do your work, Sanku. Well, thank you. You How? help plenty, though. He kind of nods sagely, like, yeah, I know. <laughs> I love him. He's so silly. So, this is it, hmm? This is it. For this adventure. <sighs> the man who defeated the Ruby Phoenix. Temporarily defeated the Ruby Phoenix. He won't get another chance. Defeated <laughs> implies that she can never ever beat him again. Hmm, you make a good point. Asiris looks over, goes over his face and says, are the three of you all right? Do you feel you'll be able to do this? This may be the most dangerous fight you will ever do. And I mean that very genuinely. Of course I can do it. We've been preparing this whole time. I think we can. Mm-hmm. I suppose so. Well, in that case, Radiant wins. Would we like to go and defeat the lord of this tower? And save the Ruby Phoenix. It's about time we do. Yeah. Honestly, this was a long time coming. Alright. Then, let us begin making our way to the top of the glass lighthouse. Sanku, make Kubo take us up. Okay, okay. Let's get inside. Um, and Sanku, uh, you know, climbs into Kubo. Uh, and, uh, or Senku climbs into Kubo, and he, um, he sticks his staff in, like, the little slot that it goes in, mm -hmm. and he's like, okay! It's um, kind of like a steering wheel? A little bit, yeah. <laughs> That's really fun. Uh, but it's, he, he pats, he pats, uh, Kubo on, like, a counter, and he's like, let's go! Okay, Kubo rears up a little bit, click, clack, click, clack, it's its claws, um, opens the front door for Chuji and Masami to make their way inside and gets ready to climb to the top of the glass lighthouse. You guys ready to go? Yup. Yeah. Okay. Let's go take on the final boss of Fists of the Ruby Phoenix. You make your way through a few rooms. A circular opening punctures the ceiling of this tall rectangular chamber. A single silver tread 
as tin as a beam of light, hangs ominously and impossibly from the opening center directly above a mandala painted on the floor. Beyond, high overhead and far away, a starry sky looms. The whole room is oddly still and silent, and the air is bitingly cold. A stairway emerges, spiraling around this silver tread, and Bahaikubo begins to climb. But as the building moves up, you don't get the sensation of moving upwards. It's more like the entire plane is moving downwards. Weird. And then you get to the shattered spiral. The end of the silver tread opens into a series of semi-transparent platforms high above Sindara's island. The structure forms a jagged spiral pattern, its platforms ragged and torn, with no sign of the meticulous detail or pristine precision of the lower levels. Around the floating platforms yawns an endless starry expanse, each point of light a unique color, many utterly impossible to describe. Where the lower level of the lighthouse reflected Sindara's perception as he wished to be viewed, perfect, precise, and in control. This upper level paints a truer picture. The formerly pristine rooms have been shattered, marked by ash, rubble, and gaping holes where parts of the planar fabric were simply annihilated in Sindara and Haojin's titanic final clash. At the far end of the platform stands a throne of sandstone, on which Sindara sits, perfectly poised, waiting to engage with you, the finalists of the Hungry Ghost Tournament. On a pedestal to his right rests an hourglass containing a fine ash, all that remains of Hao Jin, the Ruby Phoenix. I assume the three of you emerge from Bahaikubo. Yeah, 2G Dubstone. Yeah, I think um, Sanku comes down on his bro- on on his uh, staff, um, the kind of like, um, but he he like floats down, all dainty. Asami does a ninja hop down, <laughs> and Lolo rests on your shoulder, Sanku. Sindara the sculptor stands, and as he does, there's like a ripple that comes from the ground beneath him. The floor is perfectly polished, and at first what you saw to be like an infinite starry sky above and below, you realize beneath your feet it's like water. But it's water that is perfectly solid. But it reflects exactly what is above and below. So as he approaches you, you see a perfect reflection of him underneath him. And then if you looked down, you would see perfect reflections of yourselves as well. Like where each of your feet is connected directly with your mirror image, you know? And those stars above, in all those infinite colors, you realize that each of them is a world that Sindara created while he was locked away. And the sculptor speaks. Part of me had really worried, you know. I had been afraid that it would have been something else to finally defeat you. Perhaps the Lightkeepers would finally be able to best you. They were foolish for thinking they could do so after the amount of times they had lost to you, but 
maybe you'd slip up. Or perhaps you would be unable to defeat Tino's toughest, unwilling to harm your former friends. They'll stay like that forever, you know. Even after you're long gone, they'll remain the way they are. Or one of the many monsters in the island. The Foo Dogs, or those mechanical orreries, or even the yokai. But you overcame them all. You've made it true to be champions of the Hungry Ghost Tournament. And for that, I truly congratulate you. I'm sure you find it has been a much truer challenge than the Ruby Phoenix Tournament was. The stakes much higher. And so you stand before me, the Grand Master, and I offer you your reward. And he raises a hand and the Phoenix Hourglass comes into his hand. Hao Jin, the Ruby Phoenix, my apprentice. You know our story now. I presented it to you exactly as it was, with no embellishments. You know the things I have done wrong, and you know the things that she has done wrong. You can have her back now, if you can defeat one final challenger. And his smile falls immediately, and he, like, lets go of the hourglass, which falls slowly into the, like, watery floor beneath you and then re-emerges out of the table. And he waves a hand and that table is sent flying off into the distance. Before anything else, I just want you to know each of you, Sanku, Witch Prince of the Sea, Asami Takahara, and Shi Chuji, I respect all of you immensely and I absolutely despise you all. You tree are the very image of the worst things about the Ruby Phoenix tournament. You entered with no goals except personal glory. You made friends with the others instead of doing what was right and becoming stronger and only focusing on your own situations. And now you have put everyone you love in danger by robbing them of the one thing that could defend them when I terrorized the rest of Galarian as revenge for the torture that Haojin put me through. So when I kill each of you in this final fight, I just want you to know that. That I respect you because you are strong and I hate you because you are weak. And he kind of leans back a little bit. Now, if you have questions or final words, I grant you the chance now. You are such a petty little has-been. You know, I genuinely hope that you had fun watching us and that you had a great time and that it was entertaining because that's the last time you will ever feel any kind of positive emotion whatsoever. I'm gonna fucking kill you. You destroyed my city. You took my mother's life's work. You're such fucking scum. How do you not feel embarrassed by yourself? I feel no shame because I know that my cause is righteous. Man, 
300,000 years and absolutely no attempts to look inward. You only watched from your throne. You only watched us from afar. And you have the absolute gall to look down on us and tell us what we are and our weaknesses like you know us. You don't even know yourself. You're just so consumed with your anger and rage with, as Juji said, zero self-reflection. You think having people around you is a weakness? When that's what you wanted for so long? Granted, it was for a selfish reason. But you just wanted someone to look up to you. Someone that wouldn't surpass you, but someone who saw you as an idol. That's all you wanted. That's all you cared about. You only have malice for the Ruby Phoenix because she's more talented than you. What does that say about you? A flash of anger does cross his face, but he collects himself. I don't care what you stand for. I don't care that you respect us. I don't even care that you hate us. Whatever you feel means nothing to me. I just want you to feel the pain that you've caused every single one of us and everyone in Goka, everyone on Galarian. Because that's what you deserve. Eternity of pain. Maybe so. But know this. Today is not the day that I cease causing all those in your pathetic realm agony. <laughs> you say that like you're getting out of this. We won't allow you. You don't know what powers we possess, even if you were watching us. You may be able to see, but you're blinded by your rage. A sneer crosses his face. Senku is still floating there, and um, that eventually he's kind of kicking his legs because he's he's sitting on uh, the staff, sort of saddle style, um, and he's like, you know, I thought that I had an idea of why you were upset. Three hundred thousand years is a really long time, and I don't think I'd wish that on anybody but you can't get other people wrapped up in your vengeance and anger I didn't do anything to you Chuji didn't do anything to you Masami didn't do anything to you Tina's Tavis didn't do anything to you none of those people did anything you were just mad because they like somebody that you hate you let your anger take you over I don't think that you have any sort of righteous motivation here. Vengeance won't fix anything either anyways. Even if you won, even if you defeated us, you'd still be angry and sad and miserable and nothing would change that. Because you don't care about improving yourself. You already think that you're perfect. I just think that's sad. And might I add, as a teacher myself to a student of magic. I find your conduct as a teacher was most disappointing. You took pride in yourself rather than your student, and that is why you failed as a teacher. And Lolo kind of looks at all three of you and says, 
while I am only officially the mentor of Sanku, I consider Shi Chuji and Masama, Masami Takahara students in their own right. And I have seen them grow from the very beginning to the peak of their power. And I can tell you that they each individually are greater fighters than you will ever be. And Sindara scowls at Lolo. His eyes bear into you, Sanku. And they then flick over you, Chuji, make eye contact, and end on you, Masami. Before he laughs and says, <laughs> Such bold words. It truly is a shame that I shall be their final witness. You aren't leaving here today. Because as you stand in my plane, the one I created, you shall find. And he kind of drops into a martial stance. You are not in the presence of a man. And then the worst thing possible happens. Uh-oh. His reflection beneath him unsinks and enters a different martial art pose. You are in the presence of a god. And everyone, I want you to roll initiative against Sindara and his reflection, which will be fighting your reflections. Oh, shit. Oh, fuck. 45. 47. So, top of the order is Masami Takahara. Masami, as you prepare to launch yourself into combat, you see Sindara step away from his reflection. The way that this fight will work is that there are two Sindaras, um, one above, one below. You can switch the camera, as it were, between you and your reflection at any time uh, to either fight the main one or the sculptor. You'll move your token around on the map in the same way altogether because your reflection is still tied to you. So if you want to fight the real one or the other one, it doesn't really matter. They're basically just on different sides of the same coin. Right now, okay. they both stand in front of the throne, but they have unsynced from each other and they can't split up. You and okay. your reflection need to move in the same way, no matter what. Combat begins. Sindara, the sculptor, stands before you with the might of a man who has created infinite worlds. And now you stand above them as he is able to control the stars above while you remain in his dimension. What the hell do you do? Okay, so... I think they are going to start off with a spell. Okay. They're going to start off with a telekinetic projectile at the man. Mm-hmm. 45. Uh, a 45 is going to be a miss, I'm afraid. Okay. Um, so, question for my Arcane Cascade. Even if I don't hit with the spell, I still cast a spell. Yes, you did cast your spell, so you can activate Slides Casting. Which they are going to do, so they are going to activate their Arcane Cascade. How does this look? Tell me how does Masami's Slide Casting look? Um... You know how in, like, various shonen animes when someone's, like, moving really fast, it's a sound effect and they're, like, after yeah. images? Oh my god, <laughs> you yeah. You know, like, <laughs> Dragon Ball? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's their, that's their slide casting. Okay. Oh, you flash step! You're flash stepping! Yep. Oh, I love that! Okay. 
So you attempt with, with telekinetic projectile. What are you launching at him? I think they're launching the Kama at their sides. So you try hit him with a Kama, and I think he just like leans to the side a little bit so it goes over his shoulder. Mm -hmm. And he sneers at you cockily. But you are... Where are you going? Where are you moving? Right next to him. <laughs> you get up in his face. Gotta. Slide casting is a reaction, so I still have... I'm using my regular Chokuto here, so uh, this is the one that has haste on it. Mm -hmm. So uh, technically, I have more actions, by the way. Uh, okay. And they are going to try a. I could do a spell strike because I still have two actions, correct? Mm hmm. Okay, it's going to be a spell strike with the same spell. Okay, got it. Go for it. So. Break. Oh, fuck. Okay, that's a uh, 38. You try swing with uh, another, uh, like, psionically empowered attack, but I think he, like, blocks it with a defensive, like, clack with his arm. And he sneers in your face and says, This is what overpowered all the others? This? <laughs> Absolutely pathetic. Almost pathetic as your behavior this past few years. He just snarls. Uh, is that your turn, Masami? Unfortunately. Okay, Sanku, it is your turn. Sindara the Sculptor has been jumped by Misami, but quickly blocked all of their attacks, which is crazy considering you know that Misami is the best of the best. What do you do? Maybe I'll do the Wisp Resonance this first turn so I don't have to think about it later. Okay, so Sanku, can you explain to me what it is you do and how it looks? I'm, I summon an Elemental Wisp. I'm obviously picking like a Water Elemental. Um, I think that they look kind of like, uh, you know, when there's a, like a drop of water, you know, what, the way that like a single dewdrop looks. Mm, mm. I think that they look like that, but big. Okay. With your level, you can uh, summon three of them at once, right? I think, I think so. And uh, using your spell trickster stuff, you cast summon elemental, but rather than one big elemental, you call forward three of these little guys who will be able to protect you and your allies from harm. Um, so they kind of float up into the air and they kind of, I think they maybe like circle you a little bit mm -hmm. and they let out a few, you know, um, they're your buddies and they're here to keep you safe. <laughs> goes, hi, thank you. And that is going to be your turn as you are preparing to each of these can use a reaction to negate 20 damage, which is choice. It's very choice. You will have to sustain this every turn, but you have like cackle if needs be, so you'll be good. That's fine. She Chuji, it is your turn. Sindara the Sculptor looms. What do you do? I would like to immediately enter my Phoenix stance. Okay, your uh, Phoenix Feather stance. You yes. get up on one foot and you hold out a hand and you're ready to go. As the light from your fi uh, flames uh, kind of illuminates you from below, you look extremely goddamn cool right now. What do you do with your tree actions? Uh, Chuji is going to go on the other side of Sindara. Okay, you're flanking. In this house, we flank. Mm -hmm. um, and he will now be off guard. Yeah, off guard. Uh, and Chuji's going to two action, one inch punch. Okay, go for it. Smack him. 52. 52 is going to be a hit. 
Um, you get behind him and you throw a massive punch into the back of his... Well, where... You tell me. How does this go? Oh, no. Chuji's punching the back of his fucking head. <laughs> you you're no right. <laughs> in the showdown. Um, so, roll me, roll me that damage as you throw. Just so you know, this is a flat 17, by the way. So if I... Mm -hmm. If I if I if I keep going at it, I really could crit. Mm-hmm. Maybe. <laughs> I, I could only I I would only have to write, I'd do a fucking nineteen. I'm flanking. All right, twenty-seven damage. Okay. Uh, and as you throw that in the back of his head, he lets it. And he's now having to turn, so he's got like his uh he's like looking at you, Chuji, but like he's got his shoulders facing both you and Masami. You know, mm. he's trying to like get into a position that he can see both of you. Um. And he's snap like he's just kind of squinting at you, getting himself back into position. Hey, dickhead! Uh, so he takes twenty-seven damage. Cool. Um, and I will say, the other Sandara also takes this damage. They may be reflections, but like what you do to one will happen to the other when it comes to damage. Oh, okay. They are the same person. It's true. Is that your turn, Chuji? That is my turn. Then everyone, I am so sorry. Oh. Because it is Sindara the Sculptor's turn. And his stat block is massive. Would you like to know how many different actions he has? Just for fun. No. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty-one different abilities. <laughs> and he's going to start by turning and looking at you, and I think he's going to turn his back on you, Chuji, because he doesn't need to care about you right now. Hmm. Okay. His reflection zips, and we flip the camera, and we are on the reflection side, and the reflection comes up to fight you. And he is going to immediately start with a... Uh, Temporal flurry. He moves and he temporal flurries you. Three unarmed strikes. He's going to start with a knife hand attack on you, where he is going to pierce into you with a jab. It's a hit by zero. That is just your AC while you're in Phoenix Feather Sense. So that is going to be a 45, Chuji. 45 damage. All right. And then, with his second attack, that is going to be a palm strike, which has a minus four multiple attack penalty. So then this next one is also a hit. 38 bludgeoning damage as he punches you now with an open hand attack. Okay. And lastly, he's going to make a final palm attack uh, into your, the back of your head. This bitch. He's basically what happened is when he ran up to you, this one is a miss. Okay. It's, it's not that he attacked really fast. He slowed down time around him and then zomp, 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 zomp at you. We then flip the camera back up and it is Sindara that you are teaming up with uh, Masami and Shuji. He's going to use Gateway Onslaught. Sindara folds the fabric of the glass lighthouse before opening up several gateways from which dangerous elements spew forth. He teleports to his throne uh, this does not trigger attack of opportunity or standstill, but it does immediately blast forward four elemental gateway attacks. So the first one is going to go at you, Chuji, as a portal to the plane of fire opens. How much do you like fire? Love it. 
Well, do you love a 44 to hit? Not really. Does that hit you? With your uh, your Phoenix Fetter sense? Do does that do, do I am I counting as being flanked right now? If not, then no. You are not being flanked. Then no, it does not hit. Okay, Juji, as he teleports, you see this opening just in time and duck under it as a gout of flame emerges from the fabrics of reality. Next, however, he is going to make another one against you, Masami, this time with an elemental gateway electricity. So a hole in reality opens and lightning shoots out with a 50 to hit. Well, that is going to be 40 electricity damage into you, Masami. And you take that as basically a tear in the fabric bricks of reality open, and you see those awful mathematical portals that have been taunting you since Danger Island, and it shoots lightning into you, point blank. Lastly, from right behind you, Sanku, is going to be an elemental gateway, acid from the plane of water. And this is going to be pure brine water. Ooh. Mm. That is a critical miss. I don't think that hits at all, actually. That doesn't hit at all is the problem. So what happens here is it's so sparkly. That's what he gets. Um, some of that salt water does get in his eye and he is dazzled for a turn. <laughs> so a gout of seawater shoots out and you go, ah, and you zip out away and then some of it gets in his eye. He doesn't react particularly, but he does like squint. Go, ah. So he is dazzled for one turn. And with his last free action on this turn, Sindara walks the spiral. He rotates the space of the glass lighthouse around himself to carry him to a distant location in an instant. He strides twice. This movement doesn't trigger reactions. So the world around him revolves and Chuji, without either of you moving, suddenly there's like 50 feet between you both. Hmm. He is off in the distance and I think, uh, meanwhile, flip the camera. You're with the one that's still with you over there, Chuji. The Sundara beneath you, that one, you, your reflection looks at him and you see that his wounds are healing. Ah, oh, fuck. The fucker has fast healing. This bitch. And he recovers 20 HP. What? I was not kidding when I said this is the most difficult fight in Pathfinder 2nd Edition so far. And as the second round starts, something bad happens. One of the stars floats into your area and emerges from the mirror beneath you. And everyone, welcome to the power of world spheres. Every turn, a world sphere will emerge. They are 15 foot areas. They don't affect Sindara and each of them has their own planar rules. So this particular one is going to emerge in a way that catches all three of you. And this particular world sphere, as this bubble of starlight emerges around you, suddenly you are not in a beautiful starry scape. You are in a howling wasteland. The natural elements of a thorough, harsh land roils continuously through this world sphere. Any creature passing through it will take 10d8 cold, fire, acid, or electricity damage. I think in this case it's going to be cold as a frozen wasteland emerges around you all in this bubble of starlight. So everyone at the start of your turn, you'll all have to make me a reflex save. Starting with you, Masami, you have a plus one to this because of your slides casting. Wow, I've been rolling super low today. Uh, 41? A 41 is enough to pass. Okay. Because you have your plus one to this and also because, Masami, you've busted high DC. <laughs> you got really high fucking reflex. 
So you will take... Do you have anything with your reflex here? You don't have the tank that, like, reduces damage, do you? Uh... I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think I have anything. The only thing I have is, like, uncanny dodge and evasiveness. Okay, so you will take half 34. That is 19 damage, Masami, as the cold air from this world sphere that is bubbling up to the surface kind of surrounds you as you were in one of his planes. Oh, sorry, 17 damage. I can't count. Masami, you're in one of these. It sucks. Sindara is in two places at once, one far to the northeast and then one right behind Chuji. Where do you go? Uh, then Masami is going to use their dimensional assault. Mm-hmm. And this is at half their speed, which their speed is 40 right now, so they go 20. Holy shit, okay. So you can teleport to either of these versions of Sindara, whether it's which side of the camera we are flipping to. Uh, they are going to help out Shuji and go outside of the arena as well. Okay, so you're no longer in the world sphere. Good call. Yep. So, Misami, you teleport through this frozen wasteland and appear right beside Sindara and prepare to strike him. He turns at you and he grins. Uh, well, this is also gonna... Misami's also grinning because, uh... Winter Shadow Assault. <gasps> oh, shit! So it's not just you. It's how many of you? Three. This is uh, two action. Okay, so... Masami sprouting from beneath you come you and then three other shadow Masamis jump out of this world sphere landing around Sindara on all sides and group attack him uh, okay so the way this works is I make three strikes and this also counts as being flanked correct that's right so he will be off guard okay. so then 46 that is a hit and then uh, so this is goes with multiple attack penalties, so this one's gonna be on minus two. Okay. Mother of God! Okay, 38. Unfortunately, one, that one is a miss, but you've got one more, let's go. <gasps> Nat 20? What's the weapon you're using? Uh, it's their Chokuto. It's their regular Chokuto. Okay, uh, what stuff do you have on your Chokuto? Masami, you lunge for it. Now, how, how does this attack look? How do you catch Sindar totally off guard with your splinter shadow assault? I, f- <laughs> I think while Masami is just sneering at him, their shadows fan out and burst up around him. Mm. They do start laughing. And um, after every, like, the real Masami and the shadows are, like, swapping positions with every strike. Mm. So it's almost like, are you sure it's me? Are you sure I'm going to hit you from here? What about over here? <laughs> okay. Damage from the first one is 28. Very nice. And the crit damage from the second one is 46. Holy shit. So that's for a total of 73 damage. Wow. Oh, Masami, he's got 269 HP left. Take a hero point. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Wee. Okay. So, Masami, you lunge out of this uh, blistering world sphere and slash a slash! And uh, Sundar is tumbling backwards, snarling, and says, You insolent! And he kind of like waves a hand, and there's a gust of wind, and the other shadows are dispelled, and it's just you again. And next in the. Is that your turn? No, you want one no. action left, don't you? Technically. Two because technically two yeah but your your 
attacks would now be at a minus 10, just so you know. Yes. Uh, but they aren't going to attack, I don't think. This is gonna- they're gonna cast a spell. <laughs> okay, what's the spell? You can't take away my shadows, chromatic image. I was like, oh man, his saves are really good. Are you sure you want to do this? God damn it! <laughs> and you know where those chromatic images are? Where the shadows were. Yeah. So he waves these shadows away and they are dispelled and then they reform as solid, colorful versions of you. And he <laughs> snarls this. You think you're very clever, Takahara. You've outsmarted all the opponents you've ever come across before, but you only need to die once. <laughs> oh, please. I have a lucky streak. You think you can break it? <laughs> okay, so Masami, you have your chromatic image active. You could slide cast if you wanted to. Actually, I think they will slide cast. They're going to slide cast to flank with Chuchi. <laughs> <laughs> so as you're casting this, you think and you're behind him again. I'm so glad that literally the final combat, you've learned how to flash step. How fucking great is that? <laughs> Senku, Witch Prince of the Sea, it is your turn. You are in the middle of a freezing blizzard as this world sphere pops up around you and is floating into the sky above. This mini demiplane is freezing your balls off. Roll me a reflex save. Well, he doesn't have any balls, so just be aware of that. 35 is going to be a fail, Sanku. You will take 10d8 cold damage. Uh-huh. Now, I believe you have a resistance to cold, right? I do. I have a, I have a resistance uh, to five. Five. Okay, so you're going to take 46 cold damage. Sanku, you have three actions. If you want to keep your wisp resonance active, you have to spend one action or a focus point to cackle. What do you do? I think Senku's like, eh, let's get out of here. Um, and he grabs onto Lolo and he flies them out. All right, Senku, be careful. It seems that Sindar exists in two different places at once. We need to keep an eye on both of them. Okay. Okay. I think he's going to cast maybe... Why not? Moonburst on the one that's far away, if that's okay. Okay, cool. Go for it. Okay. I need a reflex save. That is going to be a 43. Uh, yeah, that saves. Okay, so it'll take half damage from... 42. That will be uh, 21 damage to mm -hmm. effectively both of them, right? Yeah. Uh, so, Sanku, tell me how this looks. Describe this for me. As the, uh, the version of Sindara who uh, was caught with acid in his eyes is dazzled, looks up, and suddenly a moonburst is happening. What does this look like? So they're in, like... It looks like a galaxy, right? Mm-hmm. With a big snowstorm bubbling out of the middle of it. Yes. I think that one of the... I think that it comes out from, like, one of the stars. It looks kind of like a... Not a, not an actual, like, explosion of a star. Like, if that was small. Mm -hmm. Oh, like a mini supernova? Yeah. Ooh! That wrecks into Sundara, and both versions feel it. And he snarls as he looks up with uh, malice in his eyes. He didn't <laughs> like that. And as... Oh, was that giggle? Was that a little giggle? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he... I'm going to use cackle, um, but I don't cackle. He giggles. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> as you do this, Loa says, Well done, Sanku. You're keeping an eye on both of them and keeping him on his toes. Let's show him what we've got. Smile. Um, and that is going to be your turn, right? Yes. 
Uh, she, Chuji, it is your turn. You stand in a snowstorm. Uh, this mini demiplane has bubbled up around you and is floating away, but you are currently in it. Will you roll me a reflex save? Maybe. I'm gonna use a hero point. <laughs> You're unfortunately dealt with a nat one. You don't want to freeze to death. I would really not like to. No. Okay, 39. That is going to be a failure, I'm afraid. Mm. But it's better than a crit fail, right? Uh -huh. So you will take 10d8 cold damage. And that is 41 cold damage, Chuchi. Uh, the frozen wasteland chills you to your bone as you prepare yourself to fight against the sculptor. He stands before you. He's currently preoccupied with Masami, but on the other side of the world, if we flip the camera back up to the original, we can see Sundara is also far away, uh, currently getting ready to attack Sanku with something. You have three actions. What do you do? Two action, one inch punch. Okay. Then, ooh, 39. Unfortunately, that is gonna be a fail. I fucking refuse to take L's, so I'm gonna use another hero point. Good, you have plenty. Go for it. 54. Oh, Chuchi. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Anarchic. 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 Chuchi, roll me a d6 and pray it's a five or six. It's a six. Yes! <laughs> she, Chuji, as you pull back your fist and you get a critical strike on this, tell me how it looks. Remember, you are wearing those crazy-ass gauntlets you bought at the Yokai Night Market. <laughs> they are these massive fucking titanic fists of steel, and uh, beneath them, anarchic runes beneath begin to float out, and with a six on your d6 roll, you are going to do double maximum damage on a two-action uh, two-action one-inch punch. Tell me how this <laughs> looks. Oh, fuck. Um, okay. Chuji... Ugh. It's like, it's like a crazily shot one piece punch. Like you know what I mean? You know how? Oh, you're you know kind how... of like Gear Five type stuff. I'm saying this as someone who's never seen a single episode of One Piece in my life, but I've seen clips of it. Uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> how um sometimes uh, the camera will like follow Luffy's fist. You know? Uh huh. Uh huh. Exactly that. But. There's... The impact frames that come from this attack, my man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and those those little runes just floating about, but I think they kind of explode a little upon impact with Sandara. Ooh. Oh! Oh my god, and he's a lawful creature. This, like, extra chaotic damage is really gonna fuck him up. Yeah. Shuji? <laughs> That's 160 damage to Sandara the Sculptor. <laughs> Shuji, you throw the world's biggest fucking punch. <laughs> is Sindara set on fire or is he knocked back? Masami, your reaction. What? <gasps> Wait, huh? I didn't. Huh? Masami, you have gang up. Uh, opportune backstab. Uh, oh my god. Yes, yes, I have that. Oh my god. Oh my god. Shuji, you punch Sindara. Full force please, into please, Masami. Please, please. But wait, we're flanking. Wait, we're flanking. It doesn't. It works. He's oh flanking. <laughs> oh my god. That's a 44, That's a hit. which is a miss by one. Roll but me fuck that you, damage. I'm flanking. 22 damage. You're beautiful, 22 boss. 22 damage. You're beautiful, boss. That's, 
my beautiful boss. That is 182 damage to my beautiful boss, the hardest in Pathfinder 2nd Edition. He went from over 200 HP to 66. Um, I really oh, wish so that that was, I really, really wish that that was 69. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then I'm going to Flurry of Blows. Okay. To a flurry of blows. So wait, hold on. You throw a fucking mega anime impact frame super punch into his uh, into his spine, I think, right? And he lets out an ah as he is launched. And the world, I think, shatters a little bit as he does. And mm-hmm. he is launched full force into Masami. Who, Masami, how do you attack? Um, I think they, as they see him, like, back up towards them, they swiftly backhand their Chogito and slash from down, diagonally from down up on his back. Mm. Okay. 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 Um, and he, as he's stumbling to his feet, now pulling himself off the Chogito, Chuji, you jump into the air and you're coming down with another flurry of blows. Roll me that attack. Kill, 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 kill. Damn. They both miss. Unfortunately, those are both misses. As you are jump launching yourself at him, he turns and he quickly block blocks. And you can see genuine worry on his face because he was not expecting to be hit that hard. And he snarls, how did you? Anarchic. What was that about you being disappointed? You have not yet won Shi Chuji. And is that your turn, bud? Yeah, they blow one last raspberry. It is Sindara the Sculptor's turn. And he is very clearly quite distressed. So the one that is by you quickly is going to throw out a planar restructuring and you see him make a few quick hand signs and mathematical equations form out of tin air and he spreads them out wide effectively what he is doing here is he is reworking the existence of the glass lighthouse and he is going to heal himself as if he uh, is hit by a heal spell uh, essentially rewind he's restructuring his own spine to be less broken like he has to rewrite reality to undo some of the harm you just did to him <laughs> that goes hard so, that's gonna be 10d8 plus 80 damage or healing this is a concentrate effect uh, I already used my reaction for up to backstab. Unfortunately, you are unable to punish him for healing as Shit. he restores 117 HP as what he the rewrites fuck? the wounds that you did to him. Okay, Hardest so boss in the game. What, what I'm the hearing fuck? is what I'm hearing is save the reactions. Got it. This is just like when you play Pokemon and so, and the and they use a full restore. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I gotta make him last, right? At the very least, you know that they always have two and only two. For this guy, I don't know. <laughs> um, the other He snarls and says, I will not go down so easy as all the other foes you've ever encountered. I am a god, and I shall not be defeated by the likes of you, street rat, fox, and fisherman. 
And I think he's going to use another uh, temporal flurry where he's going to attack you, Chuji, because you have upset him quite badly. Cry, baby. Three unarmed strikes. So that's going to be one knife hand and then two palm attacks. So knife hand. Okay. 53 to hit. Yep, that hits. Okay. Chuji, he stabs into your shoulder with his fingers, doing 48 piercing damage. Woo. Um, I think Senku is going to, or one of the Wisps is going to use one of, uh, like, its reaction to, um, do its little thing. Oh, thang. Okay. And what's that tang? I need to make out with you. Um. <laughs> you're so white. Um, what the fuck? I just repeated what you said. I know. It was just cute. Um. It's going to accord essence. You are affected by the resonance ability of any elemental. Elemental, elemental wisp as though you had the same trait. So, Chuji, uh, for a moment, as you are stumbling back from this attack, your body suddenly shimmers with liquid as the wisp floats up to you and goes, Wee! and it splashes into the impact wound and heals you slightly. That's going to be 20 healing. Okay. Sindara snarls and he's going to try to attack you again. So uh, that's this time he's going to go in with an agile attack with a palm. So that is a 51 to hit. Hits. And that is 41 more damage. And then he attacks one last time. And that is going to be a 43 to hit. Uh, die. Don't speak to me. It's not a hit. Okay, so Chuji, he attacked, attacked, attacks. Uh, meanwhile, in the distance, the other Sindara uh, is going to... We flip the camera around, and he's against you, Sanku. And he is going to just open up a uh, gateway onslaught, and all of them are at you, Sanku. So that's going to be... He teleports back to the throne, and as he is standing atop it, he makes a few hand motions, and three portals open around you, Sanku. One fire, one acid, and or one fire, one cold, one electricity. God damn. Okay. Does not appreciate that moonburst. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that is going to be. First one is a 55. That is a crit. So Sanku, unfortunately, that is going to be 96 fire damage. Okay. Well, would you like one of your guys to block this, or are you good? Um, yeah, I think so. I think I'd like one of the guys to block it. Okay, so uh, a wisp, uh, as you are scorched by it, a wisp flies towards you and bubbles around the wound, healing it slightly. That's another 20 HP, Sanku. Okay. And then he's going to blast you with a cold one. And this one is a miss. Sanku, you are able to duck out of the way as this one shoots an icy gale at you. Finally, electricity out of the last one. This one is going to be... A 33, uh, almost a crit fail, but not quite. Ouch. Uh, so you are looking bad, thank you. That, you are left with 86 HP as he did an immense amount of damage. Okay. Awesome. Well, actually, no, you're at 106 because the, the little wisp healed you, smiley face. Yeah. Uh, and with his last action, having used Gateway Onslaught to teleport and use those three attacks, he is, I think he's going to move to flank you, Chuji. Once again. Oh, wow. No is life. he going into the thing? 
he that's the weird thing he does walk into that world sphere and the world sphere parts ways for him what the fuck well, it is he's it is. designed it he's not gonna let it hurt himself fuck Hardest this guy. Boss in the game I, I know you keep saying that <laughs> because it's true i've been very worried <laughs> um okay and that is gonna be his turn as uh, the new round begins and Asami, your turn comes around, uh, that world sphere is actually going to shift and it is no longer containing that frozen wasteland from before. Uh, it is now going to be gravitational morass. The pull of gravity is amplified here. It immobilizes any creature in its area unless they can make a fortitude save. So Chuji, when you are in here, it, you'll need to make a 4 save or be shoved down by gravity and unable to leave the area, or even to leave your space. Anyone right. who enters there will also have to put up with that. Masami, it is your turn. You got your shadows. Sindara was very close to being defeated there, but he was able to quickly heal himself by rewriting reality because he's very, he's a bitch very... Like that. Yeah, he... <laughs> Fuck him, you know? <laughs> hey, man, that, not cool. <laughs> Uh, okay. I think I will that... say you can only do that once, and I'm very sad he used it so early. <laughs> well, oh, man. Uh, well, he's gonna go into a world of hurt. Okay. Spell strike. Oh, shit. <laughs> because he's flanked, that is a crush. <gasps> okay. Oh my god. Six. Weird. Weird? Weird. <laughs> and it's a spell attack that hit for a crit, so you know what? That will save don't matter. So he just immediately takes the takes the damage, yeah. So first off, 56 damage to both of them. <laughs> that heal is immediately being knocked away into the garbage. <laughs> Counting the dice. 57 mental 57 damage. 57 again? So 120. What the fuck is with you guys? And it was also. That wasn't the crit damage, by the way. What? <laughs> no. Oh my god. So that's going to be 56 damage from the crit of the weapon, and then double of 57 for the crit of the weird? Yeah. Oh <laughs> shit. Um, that's really bad, actually. That is a total of 57 plus 57, that's 114 plus 56, that's 160 damage! That heal meant nothing, he's down to 13 HP, as Masami, you are overpowering him. And you have one action left, Masami. What do you do? Yeah, I think with uh, Masami's last action, they're going to... Yeah, I think they're just gonna go for a slight trip want to trip this man up while he's afraid mm -hmm. and cowering for his life. Okay. So he's right too, right? Uh-huh. Oh, Jesus. Okay, cool. 37. 37 against Sindara's fortitude DC is going to be a fail, I'm afraid. All right. Even while he is frightened, he is stumbling back. You go for his legs. He jumps back and he's looking at all of you, eyes wide, says, no, no, it can't end so easily. Not after 300,000 years. <laughs> oh, this Kill is why you should never underestimate your enemies. Uh, and Masami, is that your turn? That's their turn. 
Sanku, it's your turn. Sindire the Sculptor is on his last legs. Chuji and Masami are both fighting against him, but one last blow will be enough to destroy the Sculptor. What do you do? Hmm. Could I maybe use uh, title rings? Oh, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, you can use title rings. You're going to try to trap him even more? Lower his AC even more, buddy? Is that it? Yeah. Okay, make me that fucking spell attack roll. Uh, 44. That'll work because he's frightened too. Um, Sindara is trapped by rings of water that bind him on all sides. And he looks around and says, no, 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 I can't. I won't. And he's struggling and the world itself is shaking. What do you do with your last two actions? I'll cast uh, haste on Chuji, maybe? Okay. Well, actually, you could cast on everyone, but if you cast on everyone because it's heightened, so it would affect everyone anyway. Oh, Not okay, that it matters. Yeah. We're talking semantics here. We know where this is going. Everyone is boosted as, uh, thank you, you wave your staff around and Sindara the Sculptor is held in place. And she, Chuji, it's your turn. Make me a forage save and see if the gravity is like stopping you from leaving this square, but it doesn't really matter. They don't need to leave. <laughs> yeah, 35, uh. failure. You feel the force of this world sphere crushing you as you stand near a miniature black hole, but that doesn't matter because Sindar the Sculptor is there. You can see there is fear in his eyes. He's being grabbed. What do you do? Would it be really funny if I used Finger of Death on him? You sure can. <laughs> Would it be funny though? You'd have two actions left if it didn't work. So yeah, I'd say go for it. That's true. Okay, give me a 14 save. <laughs> um, that's a 50. Okay, yeah, that fucking crit succeeds. Never mind. <laughs> you have two actions left. One action, uh, but that doesn't matter. No, you're hasted. Your oh, that's true. You're See, two, two actions. Action, two action, one inch punch them. Okay, make this attack roll. I'm just saying it would have been really funny if he died from a middle finger. Um, it would have been, but alas. Yeah. Alas. You you try, you show him the middle finger and he snarls and says, I won't succumb. And like the world around you is shaking and trembling. Chuji's like, ugh, whatever. And they use a hero point. They use their last hero point. Okay. My God. You, oh, okay. He's flanked. Oh. Roll me that damage, buddy. Oh boy. Um. That's forty damage. Shichuji. How do you shatter the sculptor? I think that Chuji pulls him up by his fucking collar. Uh, right up to their own face, and they say, Hey, this is for every single person in Goka that died because of you. And then they slam him into the ground, uh, fist in his face, and there's a loud crunch. Chuji, you ground pound Sindara the Sculptor into the ground, and the world shatters around you, and he is impacted into the floor. And he yells as the kaleidoscopic world around him starts to implode and continue to fold inwards. 
and inwards and inwards. And you pull back and grin at your friends because you've done it. You've unmade the sculptor. And you turn and look at the man that you defeated, the one who has bested the Ruby Phoenix, who was trapped in here for 300,000 years, and watch as he screams in agony, his whole form glitching out, in and out of reality, a reality that he is woven and that he is a deity of. And it starts to glow, and then there's a flash of light as the whole lighthouse is pulled into him. And it continues pulling into him. And it continues pulling into him. Uh Uh-oh. With a shattering sound, Sindara refracts into infinite tessellations of faces and arms. The walls of the glass lighthouse distort as the very space of the demiplane spirals inward to a central point, folding itself protectively around the riding mass of limbs and bodies like the shell of some ancient sea creature, borne by sinewy crustacean legs with tentacles and vines that twist and bite and a large version of Sindara's torso that extends from the top of the carapace. Metal wings grow from one side of this monstrosity Infinite eyes, infinite mouths, infinite faces all blend and chew into one enormous gargantuan being. As the demiplane collapses, all that's left behind is the null space between planes, taking the form of an endless, starry void. And he begins to stand up. Uh. And what you see before you is no longer Sindara. It's the Spinel Leviathan. Oh. Oh. He's massive. Size gargantuan. What the fuck is he? Sindara is still present in the center of it. But with his eyes wide open and his jaws affixed into a permanent scream, you're not even sure he's aware anymore. From his left side, a massive floral bloom emerges out into a strange pair of spider-like limbs. Beneath him, wood and wood, um, flora and fauna mix together into a weird woody uh, tripod base with eyeballs coming up it. Feathers explode out from one side, and then a weird metal ring emerges from his back and turns into massive knife-like shards. Tentacles splurge out, tendrils squirm, mouths open and close. And everyone, it's not a JRPG if the final boss doesn't have a second stage. Have a phase two. Dude, Everyone. I love fighting a god instead of a person. <laughs> we just fought the door boss, motherfuckers. This is the real deal. Dice will roll will return after these messages. Hello, everyone, and thanks for listening to this extremely special episode of Dice Will Roll. Um, I am so, so glad it's finally here. I spent so long worrying about how it would go, and now that it's done, it's one of my favorite episodes I've ever recorded, and I really hope it's one of your favorites too. Thank you all so much for being so patient with how long it has taken us to get this episode out. Um, I'd like to think that it has been worth the wait. Um, This is the penultimate episode of Fists of the Ruby Phoenix. Next week, we will be putting out 
the grand finale of Campaign Tree of Dice for Roll. Um, then one week later, we will be putting out a retrospective where we look back on the past of Ruby Phoenix and what it was like recording it and playing it and all that. Um, if you have any questions, we will be answering them during that retrospective. Um, so get your questions in as soon as you can. We'll be putting a link on the Discord uh, probably today and I'll be open until uh, for like the next three days after this episode goes up. Um, afterwards, we will be going on a little break again uh, because we will be figuring out when we want to do Campaign 4 uh, over the next few months because uh, we have a few things going down. Uh, some moves are being made. Pathfinder 2nd Edition is getting a remaster, all that stuff. So we'll be biding our time, but we won't be gone for very long. Um, we'll probably have one or two special episodes to keep you entertained. Um, but this will be the end of Campaign Tree. Um, and what a campaign it's been, huh? So, I hope you're ready for Phase 2 of the boss fight, everyone, because it's about to get unreal. Thank you all for listening, everyone, and as always, keep it rolling. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. We now return to Dice Will Roll. Let's begin, shall we? Oh, I, don't, I don't like this part of Akira. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, this is some Akira nightmare bullshit. I don't like this part. <laughs> um, so he rerolls initiative, and even though he rolled a two, he's now way higher up on the initiative order. This should give you an idea of the nightmare that you are about to face. That's fantastic. Uh, so, Masami, it's your turn. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no is correct. What the hell do you do? Because, uh, new boss, way stronger, way scarier. I think Masami is going to use a free action to drop their co their Chokuto and, uh, quick draw their Blade of Four Energies. <laughs> okay. This is pro they already hasted now, thanks to Senku, so... That's right. Uh, at the very least, they'll still have that fourth action, which is great. Uh... <laughs> Oh, man. Um, oh, God. Yeah, it is. I think they're just going to cast Enervation as a uh, a way to refresh their spell strike. Okay. So they will cast Enervation. I need a Fortitude save, please. That's a 49. Okay, that saves. So a success. 
uh, they, uh, he still takes 2d8 persistent, persistent negative damage. Okay, cool. Uh, so he will take that. Excellent. Um, this monstrous being that stands uh, maybe 40 feet tall uh, screams out with a, a hundred different voices. The man who taught he could play God faces the uh, effects of his uh, own hubris as he becomes one with all the dimensions he's ever made. Damn. Uh... So 2d8 negative uh, persistent damage? Yeah. Okay, let me... That's going to be very helpful. And they're just going to take a step to uh, continue flanking this guy as much as this man can be flanked. This dude's fucking huge. And that's they're gonna, that was their haste action, so that's their turn. Okay. So, uh, it is now the Spinel Leviathan's turn. Okay. And it's going to shriek. And it's going to use, uh, Dimensional Flurry. Okay. Sindara makes six strikes in two actions. Okay. Um, and that is going to start with spatial pincers against you, Masami. Uh, let's keep in mind, I do have my clones. Yep. So he'll have to roll a d4 to see if he hits you? Yes. That's we'll see if he hits me 44, anyway. which is a miss anyway. Yeah. Uh, then he's going to make a tentacle attack against you. Okay. And that's going to be a 50 to hit. A 50 hits, but let's see what he hits. Yeah. Roll me a d4. Rolls a one. I, is a one me or is a four me? I forget. Uh, hitting me is a one on a one d4. Okay. So he hits me. So that will yeah. hit you. Uh, so that's going to be 78 plus 18 bludgeoning damage. 53. Okay. Mother of God. Okay. And uh, then he's going to attack you, Chuji. Um, I will say, Masami, make me a fortitude save. Uh, fortitude save? Okay. Mm-hmm. 44 with Juggernaut? You're good. Nothing happened. Okay. <laughs> you feel a shiver. That, that scares me. Chuji? Yeah. Spatial pincers. Uh, oh. Weird claws surge towards you, and that is going to be a 44 to hit. A miss. And then a tentacle slams down to get you. Ow. 51. That hits. Yep. Okay. 37 bludgeoning damage. Uh, can the last wisp go and help uh, Chuji not die, maybe? Okay. Chuji, 20 healing as um, the wisp soothes your wound after you are hit by a giant monster tentacle. Woohoo! Um, it is then going to attack you, Sanku. Oh, wait. Chuji, make me a fortune save. I kind of don't want to. 38. Chuji, you are teleported away. Okay, bye. <laughs> when that attack comes down on you, uh, you are moved 60 feet away when the flurry is complete. So you are, whoop, far Ooh. away. He does not want to deal with you. But you're no longer <laughs> fucked up by the gravity. Smile. Smile. And uh, then Sanku, towards you, he's going to unleash a series of warp spines. Uh, okay. Just he Part of his body squirms and then needles of steel just blast into you. Okay. So that's going to be 50 to hit. Yeah, that hits. 41 to hit. 
Uh, the 41 does not hit. Okay, well, uh, Sanku, you take 19 piercing damage. Okay. And uh, Lola's like, Sanku, watch out! I don't know what that thing is, but it shouldn't exist. No, it should not. Uh, with his last action, the Spinel Leviathan roars, and it is going to use Mover of Worlds. He's going to call down several world spheres. Um, and he can't use this again for a few rounds, but he's going to bring down more world spheres that rocket down from the sky like meteors. And that's going to be just a few of them thrown around the map to make moving a little more difficult for you all. Thank you, Witch Prince of the Sea. It is your turn. Oh my god. What the hell do you do? Because there are several bubbles that have crashed, like several stars crash from the sky now, and they explode with light, and you can see more bubbly world spheres just all around the map. And Sindara is up there with Masami. Shuji was teleported away by that attack, and uh, you were struck by weird spines. What the hell do you do? Um, well, first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to cast Life Boost on myself. Okay, go for it. I have, uh, can I use one of my hero points? I have a card that lets me, it's quick casting. Okay, so this, how does this work? Um, I can cast with one action less than usual. Okay. Um, because I'm gonna use the rest of my actions to cast Summon Kaiju. Okay, sure, you're gonna cast Summon Kaiju in two actions, got it. Yeah. Sanku, what is this Summon Kaiju? I'm gonna, I'm gonna summon him. I'm gonna summon our boy. I'm gonna summon, I'm gonna summon um, King Lazaro. Thank you. <gasps> oh my god. <laughs> Sanku, far, far away from here, a monster swims through the sea. But then there's a blast of light from around it, and its spirit is transported here, and it stands before the Spinel Leviathan, far taller than it, far more monstrous. The king of the kaiju arrives, and King Mogaru roars. What happens when he arrives? Arrive. Trance of the king's melody. Mogaru manifests with a burst of the song that summoned him, requiring all foes within 60 feet who can hear him. I assume that this means, yeah. Um, to attempt a will save, leaving them stunned three on a failure. What? Excuse me? Thank you. You heard the man. Okay. And this isn't incapa incapacitation, it just is? Uh, it says auditory enchantment mental. Oh my god. Okay. That's a 34. Not even close. Holy shit. Okay, so what happens is there's a blast of light and then emerging. Dun, dun. King Mogaru comes out of smoke and sees Sindara. And I think a part of him recognizes that this monstrosity took his baby. And King Mogaru roars and there's a surge of that calming music that has hypnotized Mogaru and historically been used to capture him. And the Spinel Leviathan turns and looks up at him and it is frozen in place. It misses its next turn. You're welcome. 
horrifying. Get his ass. <laughs> she Chuji. Holy shit. Um, you were teleported away. You're 60 feet away. There is that um, gravity zone. You could zip around him. He's frozen in place right now. He can't do anything. Fantastic. You have uh, four actions. What do you do? They spent uh, one of those actions getting over there. Because they're just, they're just so fast. Um, and they're going to spend their last two actions. I'm going to two action again this turn, but next turn I'm going to make it a point to change my stance. Okay. Two action, one inch punch. Let's go. Can you hit him? 45. 45 is a hit because oh. you're flanking him. I love flanking with you. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> Bro. Misami, Misami, your opportune backstab. Uh, you know That's what? 47 you know damage what? from 2G. Yeah, Holy I'm gonna. Shit. I'm gonna be using my opportune backstab. Okay, go for it. The two of you team up on this guy because, seriously. 27. Okay. Just so you all know, he is 500 HP. Hi, <laughs> yeah. You're going to need to go all out. Okay. All right. Between the two of you, that's 47 plus 27. That's going to be 74 damage between the two of you. Fuck this Sephiroth guy. <laughs> yeah, this is very um, one-winged angel, right? Oh, incredibly. Um, and Chuji, you have one, a one action left because you are hasted. I forgore I'm hasted. Flurry of blows. Okay, give it a shot. Okay, well, <gasps> one of them definitely yeah. hits for sure. They're boat hits um, because okay. he's being flanked, and the <laughs> other one is a nat 20. <laughs> oh my god, Chuji, roll me a d6. Kill him. Kill him. Roll me a d6. Okay, d6. Come on, actually. come on, come on, five or six, five or six, please, God. Okay, okay. Disregard that damage, by the way. Da six. That's a six. Chuji? There's no way. Kill him. <laughs> There's no way, dude. Dude, like, That's I'm looking at that. That's like, that was twice real. in the same session that you're going to do max crit damage. Okay. Um, 88 damage to uh, the god of the glass lighthouse. And then the other damage from your other attack. Uh, 30. Okay. He needs to make a fortitude save to see if he is stunned even more. Yes. That saves, yeah. He is definitely not stunned even more. That's a 57. <laughs> That's probably a crit. Um, but yeah, okay. Masami, it is your turn. The Spinel Leviathan is currently staring up at King Mugaru. What do you do? Uh, they are going to use a free action to um, activate their Blade of Four Energies. Okay. So I must roll a d4 to figure out which element I am using currently. Okay. As a two, I'm using fire. Okay. That means I will have some extra fire damage going on with this. Okay, excellent. He did all. He did also take two d8 negative damage before. <laughs> well. So that's gonna be. Ten. He did take ten more damage, by the way. Cool. And it's still going. So, cool. Your innervation's still doing some work. Awesome. And they are going to do a little spell strike. That is a hit. Roll me that damage. You're so lucky you're flanking. Damage is uh, 28. Okay. And the spell strike is 
Oh, plus my 1d6 fire damage, so... 6, so add 6 and 28. Jesus Christ. And then, uh, spell strike, boil blood. Oh my god, does he even have blood? Probably. There's probably some blood There's there somewhere. There's a million different kinds this. of blood. Pick one. <laughs> I don't like Do you blood. want squid blood? Do you want man blood? Mm, okay, so... He takes full damage and is drained too, huh? Yeah. Full damage is 10d10, which is 54 damage. Very nice. Uh, you are actually really bringing it down on him. Holy shit. You've already brought him down to 130 HP. Woo. Well, you guys are kicking his ass. You said don't hold back. So I was like, okay, what other big spells do I have? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, so that was a free action plus two actions. I have two actions left, thanks to haste. Okay. I think Masami is just going to make a strike, just a a standard strike. That is a hit because you're flanking. I'm so fucking mad. Damage is 20 plus five fire damage. Okay. And they're going to take an action to refresh their spell strike. Okay. Holy shit. The Spinel Leviathan is stunned tree and cannot look away from King Mogaru. <laughs> and that means that with Sanku's 10th level spell, he loses all his actions this turn and cannot do anything. <laughs> That's true. Fun. The Spinel Leviathan squirms. Its body is awful and distended mineral matter monster it is horrifying to look at and it screams as king mugaru roars right back sanku it's your turn what do you do well i believe i, I believe a little a little a little old a little kaiju has um his depart action Okay, do you want to do that now, or do you, do you want to do that at the end? Uh, maybe at the end. Um, let's see, what should I do? Okay, actually, I do, okay, I did, I did get some fast healing, which is awesome. I think that Sanku is going to cast, a uh, Hydraulic Push. Okay. Or maybe I'll have Lolo do it? Maybe okay, he feels sure. like doing it, just cause. So you're gonna use Siphon Power not to use your spell slot for it? Um, but I think Sanku's like, Lolo, I see it. Like, I see an in. How many points um, to, uh, for, for Lolo to cast Hydraulic Push? So, Hydraulic Push, Lolo says, All right, Sanku, let's do this. And he stands on your shoulder and he conjures a ball of water in his hand and then shoots a Hydraulic Push, level nine, directly into the Spinel Leviathan. 41. It's unfortunately a miss. Could I use a hero point? I have two. Well, actually, no, I don't think it matters. Huh? Portal redirection. Oh. Sindara snaps to look at you. And the Spinel Leviathan roars as that water blast shoots into him. And before it hits him, he raises one of those awful arms made of, uh, I think, twisting tree bark with the fangs of, like the claws of a hawk at the end and a portal opens. And it's not the regular circular portal. It's a jagged, awful shaped ting. Oh, weird. It's like 
you know when you use a lasso tool in our program and you just scribble randomly? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it looks like. A bits and like scraps of portal formed into this awful screaming mess. And then another one opens behind Masami. And he's going to make a ranged strike against you, Masami. Using that uh, range attack that was uh, from Sanku. Masami does a 57 hit. Yes, it does, but I'm going to ask clones. Oh, God, please, please, the clones. Four. That is poison damage. Okay, so he's going to take 10 poison damage. As this portal, Lolo shoots a beam of water into the portal, and then the portal opens it up takes it and shoots into you, Masami, but only hits one of your clones. And the Spinel Leviathan roars and goes, Ha! Sanku! Oh, jeez. Okay. I've never seen anything like this. We must proceed with the mo- utmost of caution. Okay. Um, so that is going to be uh, 10 damage to him. But he's got HP to spare. He is getting very badly injured, but he's still going. And... You can see he's beginning to channel up some sort of strange ability. And if you're not careful, he will unleash it on his next turn. Okay, um... With the end of your turn, Senku, comes something else. Oh, I do have one more action. Oh, what do you do? Uh, I'm just gonna cast shield. Like, I I just want to cast shield. Maybe a good idea. Um, you cast a scaly bubble around you and your AC will be boosted, thank goodness. It's holographic. Um, Smile. However, looming above the Spinel Leviathan, King Mogaru opens his mouth. And Sanku, what happens on the depart? On the depart, volcanic breath. Mogaru unleashes his scorching breath in a 120-foot cone. Each creature in the area takes 10d6 fire damage with a basic reflex save. On a failure, it also takes 46 persistent fire damage. So. Okay. So he has to make um, a reflex save, huh? 48. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, that, that succeeds. How much damage is that? Um, it's still half of 10d6. Holy shit. Okay, so roll me that 10d6. 38. Okay, that's nice. Uh, so he's going to take half of that. That is going to be 19 damage. He's not looking good, Sanku. Um, I mean, the fucking... The fact you stole a turn from him is really the main part of this, huh? Yeah. Um, okay, Sanku, that is your turn. Mugaru roars and shoots a lava beam into Sindara, but now that he's got his full wits about him, he turns and raises another hand and catches some of that magma in his uh, other hand, which I think is a swarm of tentacles, and chokes out most of it. And it lets out a shriek, and Mugaru fades into nothingness. But... Far away, the real Mogaru turns his head towards oh. the wall of heaven Holy and shit. begins to swim. I love the way you word things. It's so evil. <laughs> That's a surprise tool that will help us later, I'm sure. <laughs> she Chuji, it's your turn. The Spinel Leviathan is now fully aware of what's going on. It's looking badly beaten. But now that it is no longer hypnotized by that spell that Sanku cast, 
it looks like it is ready to do some serious pain. And you can see little balls of energy are starting to like float out of it, like out of its weird like crevices in its body, the cliffs between different parts of it, if that makes sense. The, the gaps in its plates, weird energy is starting to hiss out. Something bad is coming. What do you do? I would like to enter a different stance for free. Okay, you're dropping Phoenix Feather Stance for... Dragon Stance. Okay, cool. Chuji, your foot slams down onto the ground and you're ready for some serious kicking. Am I still hasted? You are. Life is good. Uh, three action, one inch punch, one inch kick. Okay. 48. That is a hit. Roll me that damage. 66 damage. 66? Jeez. High damage stance. Okay, I definitely had a... I take my audio debt there for a second. That's fine. 66. Holy shit. Okay, cool. Um, he's still standing. He's looking badly beaten. You kick him and I think a few parts of him come off, you know? But the monstrous mountain of meat and metal and flesh and plant turns and shrieks at you with that discordant choir of voices and oh god it's awful it sure is i i hate this thing uh floria blows i don't do anything never mind both of those do not hit unfortunately as you throw yourself um you are you hit it you do physically hit it yeah. But its weird body is so thick and fleshy that your attacks are like being absorbed. I think where once it was metal, suddenly as your fists connect, it turns to sap and tries to suck your hands in. Ugh. Gross. It's adapting. It's evolving to your attacks. The perfect life form. Oh my god, it's perfect, so. <laughs> this is peak male, and if you don't agree with that, get off my blog. <laughs> Masami, it is your turn. What do you do? Um, they are going to spell strike. Okay, go for it. 49. That's going to be a hit. Roll me that damage. Uh, the spell is actually going to be from their blade. And since it's a greater flaming rune now, the spell is fireball, level seven fireball. Very nice. Okay, Sam, you channel a blazing blast into him as your sword cuts through the plants and metal, melting and scorching it into awful ends. 45 damage. Okay, he takes that. Very good. And then to refresh their spell strike, they are going to just cast a standard gouging claw, I think. I think. Okay, go for it. And that is a 49 to hit. A 49 is going to be a hit, yeah. With a damage of 36. Okay, you do that to him. He is looking really, really bad. <laughs> but alas, it's his turn. And even though he is basically almost dead, he has one last turn. And from his back, tree wings sprout on his right side. The wings of a crow, the wings of a dragonfly, and the wings of a demon. And they flap out all as one, and they take off, and he flies 60 feet into the air. And when he is safely out of the way... Does that count for standstill? Does that might. count for... 
It might do. <laughs> I see. Might, That's another Dariaism I really like. It might do. I see. Hold on. 39. 39 is a miss, unfortunately, Shuji. Fuck, 38. So homophobic. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. This is so homophobic. <laughs> you both launch yourselves at him, but the spinel leviathan shoots upwards too fast for you all. And as it looks down at you all, it exhales and uses its ultimate attack. <laughs> World Destroyer. Do you remember when he called down those stars? Mm-hmm. He created those worlds. A miniature black hole. Over there, there's a desert wasteland teeming with sand. There's um, a world which is just time moving backwards and forwards at the same time. A torrent of water falling in an ever-turning spiral. And over there, far in the distance, there is a plane which has basically got six miniature planets orbiting one another. He created them. And now he destroys them. With a wave of a hand, each of those world spheres explodes. And everyone who's adjacent to them needs to make a reflex save. Oh, and wouldn't fuck. you know it, <laughs> you're all adjacent. Oh, this is his final attack. The, it kind of goes from left to right. Bam, 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 you know? Explosions, explosions, and explosions as he destroys his fondest creations. Something stopped using your point kick. Oh my god. Now is not a good time for a crit fail, Masami. No, it is not. It is not. Well. <laughs> there is there is there no, is only no, karma. There is only karma for Kicker. That's fun. That's great. That's a reflex save? Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh 39. 39 is a fail. A crit success is obviously a success. So that's a fail, Sanku, that's a fail, Chuji. Masami, that's a critical success. But it's going to be 20d6 fire damage as his worlds are nuked. Oh my that is 83 damage to both of you. How are you two looking? Alive. By how much? 35. Uh, I'm alive by, if you ask me on a scale of 1 to 228, 23. Not great. That's pretty low, honestly. No, I think it's pretty high. I think it's, I think it's pretty high. I'm missing being Alden right about now. <laughs> <laughs> um, unfortunately, with his last action, he's going to shoot at Yumasami a warp spine. More awful attacks, just kind of like rocket launch needles at you, the size of javelins. Uh, and Masami, that is going to be a 59 to hit, Masami. Not cool. Not cool, dude. Not cool, man. <laughs> uh, I mean, was it with a was it a single target attack? Because clown. It, oh no! <laughs> <laughs> Roll me a d4. Two. That is not me. Okay, so that's... that's another 10 acid damage. Okay, he takes 10 acid damage. He's looking bad up there. He's looking really bad. Come on. Sanku, Witch Prince of the Sea, it's your turn. He's up in the sky. He just nuked you all with a god attack. 
but you've got three actions and you are healed for like a little bit of HP thanks to life boost, yay. Um, what do you do? Lolo's on your shoulder and says, think rationale, now, Senku. It's now or never that we must defeat the sculptor. Senku, it is your turn. The Spinel Leviathan is in, like, it is up in the air. It is maybe 60 feet up, uh, looking down at you all with an awful expression in its many, many eyes. Uh, what do you do? It's 60 feet in the air? Yeah, it's a fair bit up. Okay. Um, well, I want to use Hydraulic Push, but I don't want him to stop it. It would be poetic to take him out with Hydraulic Push, but alas, you know that he's got his portal redirections to stop exactly that. So what's the plan instead? Uh, I'm going to fly up. Okay. Uh, so that I... Um, go ahead. No go. Uh, I'm going to fly up so that I can cast... Um, or so that I can use Dragon's Breath. Or I guess that is casting. Yeah, so say it again. I'm going to... I'm gonna go up, uh, like, mm-hmm. or I'm gonna fly up so that I can uh, cast Dragon's Breath. Okay, you're getting into his range. Reflex instead of uh, spell attack. Yep. Well, I've got bad news for you, my friend, because I've got a plan for that too. Uh, the Spinel Leviathan sees you coming, and it just looks at you. And as you are flying, speeding towards it, you realize that it has another ability. Mm-hmm center of the universe you are flying directly towards it but you are not making any progress in space at the end of your action he is the exact distance that you were already even though you spent all that time flying towards him he just uses reaction to stop you from using your reflex attack on him. uh he just uses reaction to stop you from using dragon's breath on him you are nowhere close to being in range sorry oh he used his reaction yeah oh. Then he could stop me. Oh. <laughs> oh no. Oh. Oh no. Senku points his staff and he closes his eyes and he thinks about everything that's brought him here and he unleashes one last hydraulic push. That's a 48. Senku, that is a hit. Okay. Roll me that damage. 62. The Spinel Leviathan has 10 HP. <laughs> Sanku, which prince does this see? Tell good. me how you destroyed the Spinel Leviathan. I think Sanku uh, uses one hand to sort of hold on to Lolo as he flies high up into the air, um, where he's like level with the uh, with the Leviathan. Um, and I think he like stands up so that he's like balancing like a surfboard on his um, on his staff, and it's just like a torrent of water. I think it looks like colorful, like you know when like water is like reflected mm-hmm, by light, mm-hmm. um, like it's really pretty water, um, but it's gonna kill him. <laughs> and I think with that, the shell of the Spinel Leviathan's form shatters into a haze of glowing dust. As the Spinel Leviathan is shattered into dust, clouds of gold fade, and standing here is Sindara the Sculptor. 
the infinite void that surrounded you is turned to nothing. And then it flashes and you're standing in the center of a plain stone room. The sandstone throne before you and the table holding uh, Hao Jin's hourglass beside him. Sindara, bruised, battered, his hair tussled, his lip busted, his eyes staring. He looks around and shakily adopts a fighting stance. And combat continues. Shi Chuji, it is your turn. What do you do? I beat the shit out of him. <laughs> I beat the ever-loving dog shit out of him. His AC is 15. What do you do? What? He is... This is all that's left. This is all oh, that's left. my god. Shichuji, you have four actions. <laughs> Three action, one inch punch. 49. A 49? That is naturally a critical success against a guy with 15 AC. Holy shit. Roll me a d6. That's a five. Chuji, that's going to be max damage. Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, so that will be 10d10. That's 10 times 10. That's 100 damage plus 12. That's um, 112 damage times two. That's 224 damage to a guy with one HP. Chuji. How do you defeat the man who is behind everything that's gone wrong in the journeys of the champions of the Ruby Phoenix? Eternity is so much longer than 300,000 years. They punch downwards. <laughs> it's like... It's like... Uh, fatality. That's what it is. You can see everything crack through the x-ray oh my god he says one last thing right before that hit punch lands as he sees you pulling your fist back his eyes widen and he lowers his hands a little bit and says huh you've won and then your fist collides with the top of his head and pummels it down into the stone beneath him and there is a crack zoom in x-ray fatality Flawless fucking victory. And she, Chuji, you kill the man who killed the Ruby Phoenix. And as he connects with the ground, he explodes into clouds of golden dust. And as you pull back your hands, your fists are covered in gold. And there is nothing left of him. Nothing except that gold in the air. And the impact knocks over the table with the hourglass on it. <gasps> and it shatters into pieces. And when it does, it's not just the gold dust of Sindara that's left. It's the ashes of a phoenix, which glow red hot. And for that extreme level encounter, you have all gained 160 experience points. No! <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> oh, <please. laughs> <clears throat> Suddenly, a crack of gold shoots up the walls of this stone room. And Masami, you recognize that this is the same gold that makes Sindara. And I think you're a smart person, right? 
Masami historically hey. has been incredibly intelligent, right? They, they tend to be when they when they want to be. You could, I think you realize that perhaps Sandara placed himself as the keystone to each of his worlds to reinforce his power over them, and now that he's gone, uh-uh. they're crumbling. Oh fuck. Chuji, uh, do you scoop up Jin, What do you do? <laughs> yeah, Chuji takes out the, like their, their, their other fucking uh, uh, fan and they like start putting it back into like um, the broken uh, um, hourglass Chuji, as wait. best they can. Wait. Huh? You <gasps> have something to put her in. Oh my god. Chuji takes out their their bottle of pocket sand. <laughs> oh my god. And you pour the sand out and scoop her shit Oh my god. I think I think like Sanku can, like uses like magic to make sure that they've they've got all of her. <laughs> you do that, you stop her it, and Lola's like, everyone, I'd say we'd best be going. Okay. And just <laughs> cool. as he says that, the world decides for you. Yeah. Let's go because you fall through a kaleidoscopic void as each miniature world around you similarly cracks and explodes into golden crystalline dust. Oh my God. World by world, it winks out and suddenly you are high in the sky of the material plane and you realize that the island in the sky is falling. Someone did the math on this. It would take 35 seconds for an island of this size to fall from the sky and hit the sea around the uh, the wall of heaven. What do you guys do? You're like the you're like kind of land on all your feet. Uh, Kubo cracks down beside you, and. Do you feel the wind rushing as the island is falling, falling and falling? Where's Moku? Where is Moku? Where's Moku? Where did Moku Where go? Moku? Where did we put Moku? Senku in immediate tears. <laughs> oh, no. You have 25 seconds. You don't necessarily have time to figure out where he is. Oh my god. Um. um, um, uh, um. Would you guys like to make a perception check? Yeah, I could maze us. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> well, 36. <laughs> the island's falling. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, yeah, huh? Mm-hmm. 43. Juji, over there, on the horizon, southwest. There's a big fucking boat in the sky. There's a big fucking boat in the sky. The Celestial Jian is powering towards you all. And as the island is tilting and gravity starts pulling you, Dial's about to enter freefall. You guys can jump, run towards this boat, and jump onto it. As you see Yosaron gripping the steering wheel, be like, All right, everyone, come on, over here! And you see that the deck is full of yokai and a giant spirit tortoise and all the other good creatures you met on this place. <laughs> Holy shit. Shuji's <laughs> running. Running? Um, I think Senku, like... <laughs> he's, he's going like he's on he's on his his, uh, his staff. I think he's like holding on to it like like that one scene in uh, Kiki's Delivery Service where she's trying to fly <laughs> as fast as possible. Um, mm-hmm. But he's like holding out a hand in case anybody needs uh, like a, a like a hand when they're jumping. Oh um, uh, yeah, I mean fuck, Masami, you've got your wings, I guess. Sanki, you've got your broom. Chuji, you might need a hand, otherwise you're jumping on right. Chuji has really good jumping. Yeah, his whole thing okay, is jumping. Jump? 
Yeah. I, okay. I think I think that Ritz might have just died there. I think Masami is like using the the cape as sort of a glide mm-hmm. to help them jump. Okay. And as you're rushing all of you towards this place, you hear Lolo be like, "Everyone behind us!" And you turn, and chasing after you all as Bahai Kubo is scrambling towards you is a pink dinosaur. Oh, God. <laughs> oh my God. Oh. Moku is chasing you and running and screeching because he doesn't know what's going on. Moku is no, literally the baby's just scared. a little guy. And as you are all dashing off the side of this tilting island, falling T minus 20 seconds until it lands. I need each of you to make an athletics check or some other check to fly onto that boat. Private, please. Fuck. <laughs> I I think I think Ritz may just die instead. Um, uh, here's my private wish. <laughs> mm. Athletics, uh, just athletics. Any any role you can justify. Uh, I think acrobatics for me because yeah, is that okay? I will That's also fine. do acrobatics just because. Okay. Much more nimble. Masami, Sanku, the two of you quickly shoot onto the boat. Bahai Kubo runs and then pushes itself and leaps and clangs onto the side. And Shichuji, as you are running, you jump and you soar through the sky and you don't quite make it. And as you are reaching out, Chuji, a hand seals around your wrist and catches you. And you look up into the winning smile of Tino Tun. Oh, oh, I will kill myself. I'll kill myself right now. I will I will kill myself right now in front of you. I'm gonna throw up. <laughs> I had a puke. Hey, he says, grinning. I don't think it's this is a time that you're gonna go down. Come on. Chuji's eyes get so watery and they're like, pull me up, you old piece of shit. You are yanked onto the boat and Tino Tung pulls you into a hug. <laughs> and all around you, the yokai, uh, Rikanzo and Shio, the stupid little, uh, the fucking um, Rokurokubi, um, the, the old lady, all of them, they cheer. Sanku Masami, you land right near the spirit tortoise who looks and says, Oh, Chuji, Masami, where's, where's Moku? And Kader points and says, There! He's still running! Uh. And Moku leaps. And he misses. <gasps> and no one can catch him. I... He falls and you hear him wail as he plummets towards the sea. A sea... Oh! T minus ten seconds before the island collapses. No, no, no. Can I cast maze on him? You don't need <laughs> <laughs> you really want to cast maze on someone? You can cast on Tino. Really okay, cast maze on Tino. Uh, <laughs> what? You don't need to, because the sea explodes, and a titanic shape emerges with a roar, <gasps> and King Mogaru catches Moku. Oh. Called here by your summon, Sanku. King Mugaru holds Moku in his hand and roars, and Moku roars back, and the two of them hug each other 
he kind of brings Moku up to his chest and snuggles him a little bit. He's basically just holding him in his hand. He's fucking massive compared to this giant dinosaur baby. The island splashes beside him, showering King Mugaru in sea foam. And all of you cheer atop the Celestial Jan. And Mugaru turns and looks at the island of Sindara. It's been evacuated of all the good creatures, the ones that you met on your travels, anyone that you made friends with is now here on the Celestial Jan. But there's still plenty of monsters, <sighs> demons, and foul relics that Sindara called to this place. And so, King Mogaru roars and channels up the largest laser breath you've seen him do so far and he raises Sindara's island, leaving nothing but a barren plateau, destroying everything that was once upon it, and leaving it into nothing but interesting-shaped stones jutting from the sea. The Celestial Jeanne speeds off into the distance, and the yokai, the creatures you've met, everyone, they cheer as King Mugaru roars, hugs Moku close and sinks beneath the sea. How are you all doing, you tree? <laughs> uh, well, Sank has been through lots of emotions in uh, like five, like 30 seconds. So they're like, ah, oh, oh God. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, the old 2000s, 90s anime expression where it's just two big white eyes and like a box mouth with sharp teeth at either end. <laughs> yeah, else. should you do that? Yeah. I think as Masami was watching uh, and they see that Moku is safe, they kind of just squat and put their head up against like the wall of the Solar John and just, just like panting because they didn't have any time to process anything. It's just Go, 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 go. <laughs> Captain Baku. And it's been one hell of a thing. <laughs> Captain Baku comes up from behind you tree and says, You did it! Holds <laughs> you on to a big hug. Come uh, on! Oh, I nearly died. I had so much pain. Oh my. By the Samara's breasts. What happened to you? You oh, look like what? you're barely. <laughs> oh, now's the time to go on to make a localism, is it? <laughs> <laughs> And Clover comes over and says, But you're all right? You're safe, all of you? We're good. We're so good. Yeah. Yarp says, <laughs> Thank God. And Kader comes up and says, Did you do it? You you defeated Master Sandara? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I can... I can do whatever I like then. Yeah. Okay. What will you do? You know, do? I, I, I don't know, and that's that's exciting. <laughs> Tino grins and ruffles your hair, Chuji says, "Hey, I always knew you guys could do it. You're the best <laughs> fighters in the world." <laughs> <laughs> Say that again, one more time. I think Malako uh, kind of exhales and says, "I don't think we need to. I think rather the history books will say so." The radiant winds with your strange golden fists. What happened to you? Uh. <laughs> Zumi says, "Who cares about what happened to you? You're all in one piece. We're all in one piece. We're we're free. Whatever you did, it it woke us up." 
I'm so fucking happy it did. And Gig cheers and says, Three cheers for the radiant winds! <laughs> the yokai of the night market cheer and roar. Um, <laughs> I think um, Rikanzo turns into a big party popper and pops a little bit, you know, <laughs> to, to celebrate. Oh, that's cute. But as oh. all this is happening, suddenly, Chuji, you feel something in your hands. Huh? Something getting hotter and hotter. Ow. I, I... It's your pocket sand. Oh, oh, fuck. Um, they, they open the cork. With a blast of flame, there is an eruption of sparks, and it twirls and forms, and there, standing before you, is Hao Jin, oh. the ruby phoenix. And I think there's maybe almost like some Kintsugi on her cheeks. Gold dust from uh, Sandara. It'll always be a little bit of a part of her. Streaks of golden in her red hair and on her cheeks and in her eyes. The dust of his defeat and the ashes of her rebirth. And she smiles at the tree of you. She saw everything. And she says, Well, hello. Hi. I couldn't save you. That's okay. You shouldn't have had to do any of that. This was my hey. mistake to fix. No one else's. And yet you were pulled into it. And, and I'm so sorry. Hey, hey. That's in the past now. What matters is that you're here, and you're alive. I suppose that's the best anyone can ask for, isn't it? She smiles weakly at you. I could have reformed myself, you know, even inside that hourglass. It probably would have only taken me a few thousand years, but I would have gotten out. I appreciate the help, though. I'm glad it didn't take so long. She looks around at the Celestial Jeanne, at the yokai, at Yutree, and she says, Why don't we head back to Goka? I Please. think we have a crowning ceremony to get back to, don't we? Oh my god. <laughs> yes, we do. Believe me if I said I almost forgot about that. <laughs> I also almost forgot about that. It eats up the entirety of my being and every second that I'm alive. Yeah, well, well, at that's... least one of us would have remembered. We <laughs> <laughs> could forget. forget. Listen, there are a little... lot of things that happened, okay? I was a little focused on, on other things. And Lolo Sadagat on your shoulder chirps and says, Everyone, let's go home! And with that, Yosaran says, Next stop, the City of Wonders! Goka, here we come. And the Solar Jan lets out a, sh a noise, like a few creaks, before it turns away from the wall of heaven. It turns away from King Mogaru, who has emerged onto its bay to nuzzle with Moku. And it shoots back to Goka at warp speeds, ready to bring you all to one last goodbye with all your friends and to your ultimate prize with the Ruby Phoenix Tournament. And that's where we're going to end it today, everyone. Stop recording. Holy shit.
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. This episode of Dice Roll would not have been possible without the support of our patrons. Actually a bot. Violet, Seraphine, Kyle Damon, Maxine Mainstream, Solgris Lobo, Nick Roberts, Phoebe Jeebies, Daisy Gilliam, Lux Rexus, Veteran Stormcrow, Sam Stryker, Tony Saunders, Nita, Arave, Varia and the Girls, Marshmallowberry, Farrak Falcon, Luis Loza, Ares, Alexander Griswold, May Cohen, Skyly, Kendra West, Genuinely Tricked, Transgirl Trish, Bile Pony. Matthew Wilson Krasovich, Tillin Shark, Glitch HD, Jace Snooks, Jonathan Love, Sophia Varlera, G Barbera, Luke, Gideon, Sarah B, Seth, Kira, Lichelo, Gizmo, Talisin, Cass, Fable McAdoff, Ava, Rem T. Bright, Lungton Chunk, Steph, Sean C, Natasha Lumby, Rhiannon C, Ellie, Jenna Mitchell, Kane Kendrick, Sky Evangeline, Triceratops, Anna Maria, Jordan, Emily Laderna, John DeBocorder, SS66Seeker, and Dane Valerie Deterred. If you'd like to see what you can get for helping us keep it rolling and prepare for the Dice Roll Campaign 4, check out patreon.com slash dicewillroll today.